It's the Town Tailgate Podcast, part of the Around the Diamond Podcast Network, doing another morning pod the day after the NLCS. Um, our, we weren't able to uh, do a um, NLD or a, a, DIA, or a division series um, preview, but we're definitely going to do a championship league series preview. That's what this podcast is. Um, and if you heard at the top, um, don't worry, Ace fans, we are going to do a full episode devoted to Ray in memory of him um, beginning of next week. Maybe we'll bring some guests on and talk about their best uh, um, stories about Ray and whatnot. But um, rest in peace, Foss. Um, but uh, we had a crazy game last night. Uh, oh, that's Julio Reynoso. I'm Chris Matrules. Julio, say hi. Hi. Chris, do you know why we didn't record the Division Series stuff? Uh, I think it was my scheduling, wasn't it? Yeah, we were both at the same place, which was the Raider Charger game. Which that's right. We were both at the – that's right. Which we didn't go Charger well. Game. Yeah, no. <clears throat> that's right. I forgot that was the reason why, because we went to the Raider Charger game. And um, they stopped selling booze at – the end of halftime because yeah, of Raider that was fans. so funny when, when we were just like walking around looking for uh, uh, a beer uh, you know a concessions of a, a, a beer sale and they just go like nope nope sorry we stopped selling beer and then one of the guys eventually just goes uh, yeah yeah we normally we end at the end of the third quarter but we ended at the half uh, this game we're like why it's like because of you guys because of Raider fans because you guys don't know how to handle your shit so not not even just that was like Chris went for work uh, he was able yeah. to get tickets through there. I went with like family and family friends. We were all like him in the nosebleeds. So the trek it took for us to meet together was just ridiculous. So by the time yeah. we got there, we found out it was just all sad. And the Raiders lost. Which and is just because yeah. cause that game was such a clusterfuck. Not because it's hard to get around the stadium. It's actually pretty that too. easy. That too. Yeah. All right. Um, so we had a pretty wild game last night. If you didn't tune in. So as we expected and as we said Leading up to the playoffs, um, the best series of the playoffs was hands down the Giants versus Dodgers. Went to five games, very uh, back and forth. Um, three really close games and then two blowouts. Um, Giants had a blowout, Dodgers had a blowout. I was at one of those blowouts, the 7-1 to one win the Dodgers had. I was at that game. It was pretty interesting. It was with two Giants fans. Um, and then um, game one was very close. Pitcher's duel, game two was very close. And then or was it game two or was it game three? Which one was the one that the um, – I think the Dodgers won game two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game two was really close. And then, uh, obviously, game five was a 2-1 win um, in the bottom of the – or in the top of the ninth. Um, very controversial call, though, Julio, last night. Um, two outs, Wilmer Flores comes up to bat. He's got two strikes on him. A ball just a little inside of the plate – or just a little outside of the plate. He uh, check swings at the, at the, uh, at the pitch. Um, the umpire calls it a no swing behind the plate. Catcher Will Smith asks for um, for uh, first base um, umpire to take to uh, get a second opinion on it. And the first base umpire calls it a swing. That is the third strike. End of the series. Dodgers move on. They play the Braves um, starting this Saturday. Um, they showed the replay of that swing. I I pretty consensus unless you're a unless you're I don't even the Dodger players didn't even think it was a swing. Pretty consensus that is a easily no swing. That's easily a check swing. He definitely held up to end a series on that swing. Very controversial. Twitter has blown up. Giants fans have lost their minds for the past um, ten hours uh, on social media. Um, you know, Julio, we we talked about it last night. I was very upset with that call. 
as much as I would love to shit on the Giants fans, I'm not going to do that now. I'm not a guy who likes to kick a man when he's down. I was texting all my friends that last night uh, who were texting me for my reaction. I'm like, I'm not going to kick them when they're down, dude. You know, it's a tough loss. We'll talk about it in a month. Um, what was your assessment? Ah, uh, jeez. You hate to see it. And not, I'm not saying that, like, sarcastically. I'm not saying that as, like, oh, you hate to see it. Even though, you know, I think we're both a little, like, little silent fist pump and that happened. Yeah, and but, we both uh, like the Dodgers. We like to root for the Dodgers. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it just kind of shows you, well, one, the it was some pretty inconsistent calls throughout the game. Throughout the uh, series. Yeah, throughout the series. Especially, yeah. uh, it was a little bit better because Logan Webb was getting was not getting calls that he was getting on this game that he was initially getting back in game one. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of cool to see that, like they're being a little more consistent with it. But it's just like more and more evidence of just like robo-ombs, man. And it, I forgot, was it, I think Carl Ravage is one that tweeted it last night. They're like, we check, check swings in the Little League World Series. Yeah. And we don't even check it for a playoff game. That it's I it it just goes shows more and more like this off season is going to be extremely tumultuous. There's going to be a lot of stuff that when it comes to umpiring that needs to be changed. Whether it would be a three plays, whether they're going to start bringing in some sort of like robotic umpire coming in. But I think this is like the biggest evidence because like yeah, he didn't check, he didn't swing at all. No, and it was just kind of a, it's a heartbreaker. I don't to know like what that. that guy saw. I don't know We've saw. like as as a fan base who've lost a lot of tough playoff games a heartbreaking fashion you know that's you 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 feel you feel for giants fans you feel for yeah. the, the players especially like look man if you listen back all the way to our beginning pod we, we were both cool on the giants we weren't gonna we, i don't think anybody expected a hundred win team so to kind of have their season end like that we i think a lot of us thought they were gonna make a run they were gonna go for it and and like it's a heartbreaker it sucks mm. and it, it would mlb needs to do better yeah, I I think it's just they need to hold up umpires a little bit more accountable so that they're a little bit more on top of this stuff. Like, I, I don't want to get into the whole robotic robotic umps thing because uh, with a check swing, how do you how do you determine that? Like, there has to be like a sensor in the bat, and it's just levels and levels and levels of different things that we have to talk about. Like strike zone, same thing. I, I'm a firm believer that the strike zone is a um, is a uh, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's not black and white. It it's it it's um opinionated. Yeah. Well, like last know. night. Remember, for uh, lack of a better word, I mean, th- when I umpired in in high school, they had a word for it. it it's an objective call based on like how you feel the strike zone is, but and you're well, supposed like to you- give that strike zone at the beginning of the game so that the 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 teams know what your strike zone is. Um, but. I you know that I mean it, but it, we've seen it all season it's just like it's just old dudes that are just kind of getting they're on their way out and it's it's about time they like oh my god it's about time uh, there's a big trade in the NFL that just happened right now um Zach Ertz. Uh, yeah it's about it's yep, about time yep. they they did something about it but um <clears throat> I don't know I you know I, there's a lot of clearly Fans who don't watch much baseball, they're Giants fans who just tuned in. They probably have been watching this team for two months. <laughs> um, um, that were blaming the entire series on that one call. I mean, the reality of the situation is with the best pitcher in the league this season up to plate, um, Wilmer Flores probably doesn't get out of that at bat either way. 
um, you know, like the the odds are stacked against him there, uh, check swing or not. But um, it, yeah, it's just tough in general whether you know whether you like the odds in his favor or not. It's hard to lose on one of those. Um, it's like, you know, you know, the first thing that came to mind last night for me, Julio, was um, the folded piece of paper in the Raiders. Um, like Eagles game a couple years ago that pretty much decided our playoff fate. Oh, the Cowboys game when it was like a <clears throat> half Cowboys, an inch, yeah. Cat, yeah, half an inch of the like, oh, like it's not there. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's like a, it's so a bad stupid. deal, but the fact that we're in that situation in Week 14 is like, you know, we can't blame it on that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Did you think Lamont hit it out? Like I was, I was like, I text my brothers all the seconds. I was at a bar last night. I'm like, he's gonna hit it out. Like he's off, gonna do it he's off the bat. That yeah, but where it landed, no, it, I mean it would have went right to Mookie. On yeah, the track. it's just like, but like every, he's done it so many times this year. Like oh yeah, yeah. I I mean, do it. I was like, I was like, wow. Like he's gonna at least like get. I don't know if he's gonna do it, but he's gonna move the runner up or something. Like he's gonna come up in this clutch situation and he hits that ball and off the bat you're like, no way. But then everybody else in the stadium because they're there, they see where it is and the, how foul it is. No one else is standing up. Like I'm in my house. Like what? And, like, you just know there's no reaction from the crowd on the TV. So you're like, oh, okay, something's going on. And you see it, and it's far right. It's short. If that was in play, Mookie's got that just before the track. But, yeah. I, who who was your – it could be for either team. It doesn't have to be a winning team. Who was your MVP of this series? Logan Webb. Yeah. He just became a star. Jesse Plemons a, went out there on, and yeah. – on, up, on, a, on a national level, he he delivered like this in what is his second season, his third season. Um, Who grew up an A's fan? Yeah. Oh no, grew up a Giants fan. No, he grew up an A's fan. It's like talked about all over Twitter because they're like he's used to heartbreaks, oh. playoff heartbreaks. He grew up an A's fan. They've been saying on the broadcast like all week that he grew up a Giants fan. He's because, from Brooklyn, obviously, but he grew up a Giants fan. Yeah. Well, and because uh, I was with. Steve Contos, shout out mm-hmm. Steve. I don't know if you listen to that. But he was just saying, he's like, yeah, he grew up there because you have to think about it. When he was growing up, the River Cats were still AAA affiliate. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, maybe it was another maybe it was another giant, but I think Brandon Crawford. Web. Brandon Crawford is a big Giants fan growing up. Um I don't I mean it doesn't matter. Either way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely the dude. Uh, it should yeah. he's, he's he's the guy. Like, he's the man now. This is this is like uh this is like I don't know. I want to make a Giants comparison, but Matt Cain, when he did his thing in 2012, he was kind of already um, a really good pitcher at the time. Like, but he wasn't on the national radar yet. But that's going to be um, Logan Webb for sure. Um, and th- I, I, I expect this team to do, to be very good again next year. I mean, they have the money to re-sign Bryant. They probably will. They have the money to re-sign. Um, the, I think Wilmer Flores is has a is on a is going to be a free agent. I think it was. Uh, Brandon Belt. Um, I don't know if I'd re-sign Brandon Belt, but I'm sure they will because somehow, some way, Brandon Belt just keeps getting contracts for that team. Um, great season, don't get me wrong. 100 games and like almost 30 home runs. It's pretty insane. But um, uh, yeah, should we? Uh, do you have any final? Oh, and uh, just just to give someone for the Dodgers, Belly always came up big. Bellinger came up big in every single game that they needed him to. So. And good, good for him. He had a horrible season to have him bounce back. He had the, the game winning hit. Yeah. He had the and even during the wild card, he scored the go ahead run. So like in the yeah. 
and, and uh, bottom of the ninth. So, yeah, good for him. I, and I will say for the Dodgers, too, Julio Arias, the guy's proven to become an elite postseason pitcher, came in in the relief. Everybody was kind of, like, questioned to the decision why he didn't start, but Dave Roberts looks like the genius at the end because it worked. Yeah, uh, um, playoff pitchers or playoff teams who use an opener are o- were 0-1 before yesterday. Can you guess who the other team was? <laughs> uh, Liam Hendricks in the 2018 wildcard game, the A's. But you know, hey, one and one now, so maybe maybe yeah. playoff managers start using it more. Um, yeah, I've I've always been high on on Urias, but um, you know, yeah, the gi- and, and real quick with the Giants too, they're gonna be back here next year. They're not gonna be a 107 win team. No, you'd yeah. have to think the Padres will at least be able to steer their ship a little bit better at the new manager. But yeah, I and they get Clevenger ex- back too. Yeah, like and I and like you said, the the Giants have the payroll. They can make a splash if they want to. Yeah, so they'll be there. Um, next, what a disappointing series for our Milwaukee Brewers. Holy, you, you want to just hey, you want to just talk about these as a whole um, because they're all they all were pretty overwhelmingly dominated by one team. Yeah, pretty much. Let's do it. Yeah, the so, whole all the rest of these series weren't great. So, as members of the Bruku, a little bit disappointing. They couldn't get their offense together. Their pitchers, obviously, you know, Burns and Woodruff were dominant. Um, uh, Peralta was pretty good, too. But, like, I mean, their starting pitchers were dominant. But it's just they their offense couldn't get it together. They scored, like, if one run or not or less a game. It was pretty brutal. Um, the Astros kind of uh, also dominated the, the White Sox. The White Sox had one really good game, but it, it almost felt like they left all their offensive, excuse me, all their offensive power for the whole series for just that one game. They scored nine runs in that game. Uh, although you know the White Sox, a lot of star power. Julio, I think we were both agreed we felt like that was going to be the Astros series no matter what. Um, I think we both took the White Sox though. I think the only series you got right was oh, the Dodgers right. one. You're right. We did both take the White Sox. Man, I don't know, we but I, so I, I think dumb. for me that was more of a hate thing, though. I just couldn't give yeah. let myself pick the Astros. And then a big shocker: the Red Sox continue to roll and continue to be the hot team, and they they uh, took the uh, the Rays three games to one. Um, that was super surprising. Um, all those games were so much fun to watch, though. I will say. Uh, the Brewers over four games scored six runs, so yeah, that's not good. Which was that was kind of a concern. I think we both were kind of vocal about it when, even, I don't know if we did, I don't know if we did ever talked about like the playoff scenario, but we were like, yeah, their offense is still not there, and Christian Yelich to go down for the season looking pretty embarrassing. It's just like what's what do you got? What you, what's going to happen over there, man? Their, yeah, their I, pitchers are there. They're elite. One of them is going to have a good chance of winning Cy Young, and now it's just like you know they remind me a lot of the Ace. <laughs> like those early 2000 days, you just completely whiff when you get your guys in there. Uh, but I just at the end of the day, though, yeah. I mean, they have some star power, so you think that they figure out in the playoffs. But yeah, I just gotta say, uh, I told you so because you blasted me kind of on Twitter when I said, "Don't be shocked after they uh, the wild card." Like, don't be shocked if the Red Sox make a run. And you're like, oh, this reflects Julio's opinion, not not of mine. Are you talking about with, when the wild card game happened? When the wild card game ended, I tweeted from our account. I'm like, 
Yeah. Don't be shocked if the Red Sox make a little run here. Like, I don't know if they're going to win this series, but I think they're going to make it way more competitive than people think that they're going to be. And I'm like, yeah, but you tend to drink the Kool Aid. You tend to drink the Kool Aid a lot after, like, with the recency bias. No, so no, I was just no, like, no, no, not gonna. Not also, gonna also, also, you're, also, you're tweeting. You're tweeting on a shared account, so it just you know, when the opinions go out there, it needs to be clear whose opinion is which. That's fine. I'll take the L. So I would you? Shit, would you but agree? I just want people to know. At the time, no, I still don't. Yeah. I, the Red Sox are a hot team. I still don't agree with that take, but the Red Sox, they, you know, that's how baseball is. The hot team, the hot team advances. And it's crazy. I think the one thing that we all really, at the end of the day, when it came to the Rays, what really hurt them in the end was like, they really just didn't have enough of those starters. Like uh, enough, their, their magic of having their, you know, opener go three innings kind of thing just fell off because it, it, it sometimes it doesn't work out for a long time like yeah it, they're and all their their starting rotation is so inexperienced it was like three rookies right and then and two guys yeah. who were were hurt some of the year so like when you don't have the dog of glass now starting off the series it's just kind of yeah it, it well like it, I, yeah it reminded the, me the, the glass i, I think look. i tweeted did, did i text you this it reminded me of the 2012 a's when it was Jared Parker, Tommy Malone, Brett Anderson. Yeah. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all the, the and rookies. AJ there. Griffin. Yeah. Fantastic hair. But uh, it's, but not to have just the glass I want because like you know, scared like freak injury. You don't know if that would if he would have been there. But like trading Rich Hill in retrospective, mm. who yeah. he 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 was all right for the Mets, but like at least just have that adult in the room more or less in that rotation and like. Yeah. You know, the Blake Snell stuff, We, you know, who knows. But still, like, it, it really showed at the end their rotation really kind of fell apart because, like, they didn't have as good as their offense is. It's like mm. you got to have somebody who's at least going to be a little sustainable. It'll be interesting. But uh, I, I don't know yeah. what we could really say about the White Sox-Astros series. The White Sox were just disappointing. Just got their like, ass whooped. It's simple as oh that. My like, God. Obviously, you know, the Astros are an experienced team. They've been there before. They've won a World Series. They're going to their fifth straight American League Championship Series. But, like, I, their guys just did not step up when they needed – when they had guys on, they just didn't make it happen. And Lance Lynn was fucking awful. Uh, the, I'm sorry. I was counting over here. The Astros scored 31 runs in four games. Yeah. And like, like Lance Lynn's like gonna be a gonna be a Cy Young candidate. Like it's insane. He just got fucking whooped. And another part too is uh who was I talking to about that? Like, how do they actually like keep doing this? It's like that rotation who I don't think we've talked about enough. Like they look, there's nobody in that rotation who's lights out. Like Verlander's not in that rotation anymore. Granky is not the Granky of three years ago or six years ago, even maybe even three years ago, but it's like, yeah, they do just enough. Like Lance McCullers. You don't get any breaks in that batting order either. You don't get any breaks. It's like a true American league lineup, man, from top to bottom. There's someone's going to hit you, but it's, was that you who said like, God, the white Sox must really hate the AL West. They're going to now. Yeah. dude. Talked about both times. Yeah. White Sox fans are going to fucking hate us. But, you know, it is what it is. Now, do you think if it was any other manager, like if Rick Renteria was still the manager, do you think it would have been a little more competitive? 
Like, do you think there was a... Um, I'll be honest, I didn't watch a lot of the series because by the time I'd get the chance to come around to watch it, it would just be over. It just like a, it was already like a all right five run lead. This game's over. I don't I don't know if it's managerial decisions that lost in that series. It's 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 everything. Like it's just it's just an all out just choke job. You know I don't know if it's certain decisions because like okay what's the managerial decision? You don't start Lance Lynn game one. Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and it's also kind of funny. Do you know how like uh, like Tony Larusa and Dusty Baker have beef? kind of yeah yeah i mean they so do kind of, ish but yeah i'll, I'll say what do you, if you want something they to did watch they or, did but they don't anymore yeah that's true it's just they're just old guys now yeah but god uh anything else you want to say about the series i think it was just embarrassing for the white Sox. a lot of yeah. hype going into the season i there's a reason why i saved them last i don't really yeah. have much to say about it all right let's preview these these two Woo. um all right, ALCS, obviously Red Sox versus the uh, Houston Astros. That game for game one is tonight. Um, the night we're recording this, which is Friday, October 15th. Um, um, obviously, because the Astros won their division, they have um, home field advantage for the series. I am uh, – um, uh, I, I – this is tough because I really like the Red Sox pitching so far this playoffs. Evaldi looks like – one of the best pitchers in baseball. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know who to pick, dude. I don't, I think I'm going to, because I hate the Astros, I'm leaning Boston, but I think the Astros are going to go to another world series. Yeah. Nathan Evaldi has really turned into an absolute like postseason pitcher. <clears throat> yeah. He's doing what he did in 2018. Um, God, and that, oh, I really don't know. What do you have the? Uh, did you put any money on this series yet? No. What is your wallet? Nothing. What would what would your wallet tell you? Yeah, let's do two. What would your wallet tell you? What would your heart tell you? My wallet would tell me the Astros. And then Red Sox, but your heart is telling you Red Sox just because. Yeah, I don't want to root for either of these teams. My boss Gotham's been talking shit about the A's to me and how the Red Sox are better all season, so it makes me want to fucking not root for them but i'd rather the red sox go to the world series than the, the astros just gives astros fans it, it just it it, <laughs> it 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 gives them an uh a get out of jail free card for the cheating and it, it it validates everything that they did if they if they win you know and like i just can't that would be the worst thing ever like you know so whatever it takes for them to lose i'm all in for uh, if that means root for the Red Sox, who, again, my boss has been an asshole to me all season about, then that's fine. But I, you know, if I don't want to validate that. Yeah, this it's this isn't fun. Uh, like I just this look, I, I hate the AL this year. I'm just so disappointed the AL. For yeah. at the end of the day, this is what we got, and it's just yeah. such a slap in the face to all the fans who who really invested so hard in this league. And we, at the end of the day, we get arguably the, well, we got the most hated team and then arguably the second most hated team. Uh, I'm going to lead Red Sox. I'm, I'm going to lead Red Sox in six. Uh, they're scrappy, t- man. Yeah, they're super scrappy. Kike Hernandez, just mm-hmm. my God, dude. He's done in the postseason before. To see him at go at this level has been awesome. Uh, I think J.D. Martinez kind of a revenge game against the Astros in a sense and having him being healthy out there will help out a lot. Bogarts needs to step up a little bit more though. Yeah. Um, 
if he, especially if he's gonna bat right in front of Devers because Devers has been so good this playoffs. Bogarts needs to step up a little bit. But at the end of the day, too, uh, no offense to you know Dusty Baker is one of the all-time great managers. You know he's consistently got his teams in those places. But what's been mm. Dusty's biggest fault? He's never finished it. He's never yeah. been able to finish off those teams. And Alex Cora is probably the best manager in baseball, man. He's taken a year off from the game. He hasn't really lost a touch. I, I really do think if it was any other manager in this position with the Red Sox, they wouldn't be where they're at. So I'm, I, I think it's time to give credit where credit's due for this Red Sox team. Uh, let's not forget they looked fantastic in, throughout the season. They just kind of fell hard. They just went through a dry spell in and, August. And they had COVID covid stuff go on yeah um, yeah in the month of september that really boned them too so yeah so right, let's put move it over. in writing red sox and six for me and you got i red sox and seven i'm not giving them a, no dude i'm giving the dot i just the think they're, like they're games. they're yeah all right, all right yeah um all right let's move over to the other series national league um the dodgers obviously we just talked about they won Versus the Braves, a rematch of last year's ALC or NLCS. Um, you know, I even without um, Acuna, um, I forgot how much star power this Braves team is. Um, when I was watching that series, like you go, you look at their, at their, um, like like uh, their fielding lineup. Uh, they like showed it like game one. And you have Jorge Soler in the outfield, and you have um, Duvall in the outfield, and you have fucking um, Ozzy Albies, you have Freddie Freeman, like, and you're just like, wow, damn, this team's fucking good. <laughs> like, like I don't know, you just kind of forget. Like you, like uh, you know, I don't watch the Braves as much during the season, unfortunately, because they play at four o'clock usually. Um, and you know when you see highlights you only see highlights of of acuna and and freeman but like man they are top to bottom like very tough um and they have a very good young pitching staff um led by charlie morton as the veteran veteran leadership not leading the series actually i think he did pitch game one did he pitch game one maybe he didn't yes anyway it doesn't matter ian anderson fucking um max freed like i mean they're they're good and young and talented so but i i still it's the dodgers bro they won 106 games they're stacked they have depth i think this this braves team were i think is a very similar to the red sox we were kind of underplaying them throughout the season even though like the braves Dodgers won 18 more games in the regular season than the Braves did. But, of course, I think, you know, when Acuna went down, there's a lot of, like, trying to put stuff together. But at the end of the day, guess what? It's worked. Like, they're deep as hell, man. Yeah. It's like you just listed off all those guys. Like, a Jock Peterson kind of going back to his postseason magic. Uh, that rotation's deep. I think the one thing that's still a little questionable might be the, the pen, especially against, like, a, a pretty <clears throat> mediocre – Brewers offense like they Brewers weren't able to do much but I don't know if is it because the Braves rotation as well because they forgot how to hit it's probably a little bit of both but yeah. it's crazy after all this time they're still they're still here and they're still going to be contending um I like this team I like this this Braves team a lot because on top of like the depth of the outfield that when he lost to Cunha picked up those guys all those young kids that we've all been talking about for the last few years 
finally stepped up. Like yeah. Dansby Swanson finally became, you know, the guy we thought he was going to be. Austin Riley, Ozzy Albies, we became an All Star this year. They and that's really, really what it took. So to kind of have that fill out the lineup with outfielders to kind of plug and play to make up for losing Acuna, it, it's worked out great for them. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not going to be enough, uh, especially if no. Max Muncy can come back. Uh, at the biggest question mark for the Dodgers, though, is like, who's going to be their fourth pitcher in this rotation without Kershaw? It's like you're going to throw out Tony Gonsolin. Are you just going to have it be a bullpen game and have David Price come in and start or something like that? Like, that's going to be the biggest question mark. Whereas I think with the Braves, it might be a little more solidified. I'd have to check mm-hmm. right now. But I mean, I would have faith in Dave Roberts kind of figuring it out. Um, and if you have three pitchers as dominant as um, as the Dodgers do with Scherzer, Bueller, and, U- and um, Urias, um, I just don't see a world, you know, that the odds are still good. That's three, that's, you know, three days in a row, and then you just kind of figure out the fourth day. Yeah, so it, it's either going to be... You're always going to have rest on that fourth one because you're going to have a day off in between. It's either going to be Price or Gonsolin would be the four. So like I would go with Price just because of his reputation. Experience. But, yeah. Gonsolin's a cat guy, though. It's always got to root for my cat guys. <laughs> it's going to be a tough... Uh, Chris, it's going to be a tough series. Yeah. Uh, give me your, your heart bet or your heart prediction and your wallet prediction. It's both. It's the Dodgers and six for both. Wow, look at us. We're we're aligned here. I also I'm got Dodgers the Dodgers for the six. rest of the playoffs. That's that's who I'm taking for the rest of the playoffs. I'm obviously rooting for good baseball. It'd be great to see it go to seven games, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, I think this I think I think both series are gonna be really good series. I just yeah. hope they're gonna be better than every other playoff series we saw besides the Dodgers Giants one. That should have been yeah. a World Series. You know, that's yeah. that was the World Series. Let's just call it that. Let's that, just call the, it that right now. Yeah, the, the Giants were the run-up in the World Series. The Dodgers were the World Series winner. All right, Chris. Sweet. That was a nice, sweet, and simple episode. So if you just had a quick little 30-minute drive somewhere, then there you go. We're done. Yeah. Cool. We'll be back for our World Series. We're going to be back next week. We're going to have our Fosse pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we're going to have our World Series pod. Uh, whenever we find out who it's going to be, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Chris, you got anything else? You like to throw out there. Also, if you're on Twitter, we're still pretty active. Uh, we're uh, we're talking a lot throughout the game. Feel free to jump on there on conversations. Um, if you're not on YouTube, make sure to follow us on there. Like, subscribe wherever you get your pods. You got anything else, Chris? Yeah, go check out my movie. It airs. It it premieres yeah. tonight on Showtime. Russell Westbrook Westbrook Passion Play. Spent the last year of my life working on that movie. Um, you'll see my name in in the third slide of credits at the end of the movie as production manager. Um, it was a lot of fun. Went to the premiere on um, Monday. LeBron James was there. That was pretty cool. Um, go see it. It's good. If you so, don't like Russell Westbrook, you might like him after this because it gives you an inside look behind the scenes of who he is as a person. So when when you took any pictures on the red carpet, did you do like the typical NBA player pose? What was that? What Here, was that? I'm going to stand up. You get to see my cool pants from Thailand. You know the, the – hold on. I did not do that. No, I did a PowerPoint. Uh, I did a PowerPoint yeah. on one, and then I just smiled at another one. Um, yeah. All right, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Is it also on Paramount Plus? Um, I don't believe so. Is Showtime partnering with Paramount Plus? I don't. Is this, this I, is I, news I think to me. so. I don't know. Oh. It's, it's on Showtime. Like I, I'll have. It's on, yeah. It's on Showtime. Um, 
All right, thanks for listening, folks. We'll be back next week, as Julio said. Um, I don't think our typical sign-off is appropriate here. So let's go Let's baseball. go baseball. Yeah, let's go baseball, baby. The Town Tailgate is an independently produced podcast. It is written and executive produced by this guy, Chris Madrigal, <laughs> and my partner in crime, Julio Reynoso. It is sound mixed and edited by yours truly. Social media management and marketing is run by, once again, my partner, Julio Reynoso. And a special thanks and shout out to my brother, Larry Madrigal, for composing and producing our theme song, as well as graphic designing our album cover and artwork. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Please tune in next week. Please subscribe. And last but not least, as we always say, let's go Oakland.